Good day, mate. Welcome to the branded podcast, you flaming galah. Evening, John. Evening, Bob. Evening. Hi, both. Welcome, and welcome to the listeners. So this is number three of our mini pod, hashtag the ads, uh, following on from last week where we spoke to another incredible guest again, uh, Hel Reynolds, uh, and talking about how to, be, obviously she does lots of social media training and wouldn't really describe herself as an influencer, but you know, she's got 20,000 followers on Twitter. Um, what did you take from that, Rob? It was it was really interesting. It was um yeah, how she had the idea to um sort of leave the job she was in and, and set up a, a brand new company with a brand new product as well. Um it's um brave thing to do, but it was yeah, really good. Now unfortunately she didn't offer you a job at the end of no. uh, last week's pod again. Never mind, we will get you there. We will we will find something. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep looking. Have you thought maybe of striking out on your own? Not yet. I, I, I probably should do. Really, should start looking for myself and seeing seeing what's out there. And I think if anyone is to influence you to uh, to do that, it would be someone like Hal, um, because as we heard last week from her story, you know she she was in a job where um, she didn't like it. I'm not saying you don't like your job, Rob, because you're still employed, as we know, um, and you love your job. But she wasn't happy. She wanted to go back to something that she had dabbled with previously in a a job. uh, And she branched out by herself um, and created comms creatives. Um, And she's been able to take on her sister as well um, and employ her sister, which which is really nice. And they got a really good setup there. Um, And especially during the whole pandemic and everything else, you know, that remote learning and doing everything online suited them down to the ground anyway because that's what they were doing mm-hmm. um so everything seemed to fall into place i really enjoyed the chat around um i suppose the brand consistency that came from hell around when we looked at your website and then i met her and knew her from before but you guys noticed that straight away you look at her website it's bright it's colorful it's bubbly it stands um, out doesn't it? it yeah. stands out yeah. and then when you speak to her in person she reflects that as well oh yeah um Definitely. so it's really important to kind of you know stick to your values stick to your beliefs be yourself be personal and it's that human human type touch um and and things come off so it was really good that was and she quickly spotted a, a, a gap in the market for for yourself as a as a beard modeler. Yeah, um, yeah, I just haven't had it tidied up yet. I've tried to. I, I think it, it was myself, the, the rugged is... naturalness of it that actually appealed to her. The fact that it wasn't really? highly coiffed. You know, you looked like the the wild man of the Borneo. It was. Um, it was getting a bit scruffy. But then that that's the that was the good thing about her idea of you joining Instagram as a beard model. Um, you could have these different styles. So one day it'll be scruffy, you know, just out of bed look. Next day it'll be combed, um, shampooed, fluffy. I don't know all these different <laughs> different ways you can do with your beard. Yeah, once um, I once I start styling it, I'll I'll 
get some photos ready. And that, that certainly appealed to you being in front of the camera. I mean, we, we've we've picked up on that from yeah. the pods yeah. we've done so far. Is you you definitely want to be you know front and center of any mm-hmm. any campaign or any job you do. You want to be highly visible. Yeah. Yeah, and it's quite a fashionable thing, fashionable thing to to have a beard these days. Um, so you're probably on track. You're in trend. I think that's accident more though than design, uh, John. <laughs> well, you know, let's not put him down. Let's let's see where he goes with this Instagram account. <laughs> uh, um, one thing we did talk about, um, Rob, which I'd be keen to to. To find out more, we dabbled with food in your beard, um, and rice or lice, I think, was the last suggestion. Yes. Um, going back to our last ads, our last ads, we also talked about the the breakfast in the tin. Did any of that get in your beard, and and did you leave it there for a while? Could we use that to share with people to see if it's food or not? No, it didn't. It was it was okay. Um... I think I just have have trouble with um, sometimes with fluids, um, but uh, rice usually. But you know anything else, I'm okay. I can manage without. So what you're saying is you've got a problem drinking. Yeah, I haven't tried soup either yet for ages. (laughs) Well, surely soup's a different experience because you're using a spoon. What you're essentially saying is you've got an implement. If you've got an implement to actually insert it into your mouth, it doesn't seem to be a problem. If it's gauging the distance between lip and cup or glass, that's where you have an issue. Yeah. Yeah, but what you don't realise, Reese, is he eats off the floor next to the cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, something, again, reflecting back on the last episode, um, we talked quite a bit around um, Twitter and, and interactions and things like that, and I'm sure later on we'll... We'll talk about follows and stuff, but the bit that I really, really enjoyed was when Rob shared with us his his interactions on his latest tweet, and the person who liked it was the person who was sitting next to him on the settee. (laughs) Um, Not only liked it, I believe she commented as well. She did, yes. Yeah, is that relationship still going strong on Twitter? Um, I have... I don't think it has. No, um, no. I've, I've I've put a few things on there recently, um, but I haven't had any any responses from my wife yet. So yeah, I'll, for those I'll that, have to give haven't, her that haven't had a chance to catch up with last week's pod, it, it was Rob's wife um, sat on the sofa next to him, yeah. who liked and commented on his tweet. Didn't didn't say anything. Just let his phone buzz, and then he had a look and. Did you like and comment back? I don't think I did. See, that's selfish, <laughs> so and that's, that's why. To do, yeah. That's why she's reluctant to do it again because you're not yes, taking care of the audience. I, I you know. Have to I need to. I need to reply. You yeah. do. It's like almost like having a fan club, isn't it? It's. Uh, or oh, your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking about fan clubs, then um, correspondence. What have we had this week? People getting in touch. So um got a couple here. So Damien Vizard um, on Twitter, he's been replying to and liking some of our posts. Um, and I spoke to him personally, which, Rob, you would love this because it's word of mouth. 
Um, yeah. He didn't. He didn't send a letter in, but he did speak to me. Um, <laughs> told me he's really enjoying the podcast. Um, likes the concept and everything. It's um, it's a. He, he said it's a bit of a learning type of podcast that he can listen to when he works. So um, I'm not sure if that's where we go. Well, we are with our guests. What, but we're educational. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, um, okay. Which is, uh, you know, so if he listens to the first half, then maybe so. But anything after that, I'm just assuming he turns off. <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. Well, having said that, well, maybe we need to be getting looking at getting Bob on a TED talk or something. Bob Talk. Yeah. Because should we start up a rival company called Bob Talk, and Rob can just then do um, his own riff versions of other people's talks? Yeah. How would you feel being on on stage in front of gosh, I don't know, four or five people, maybe Bob? Um. Those numbers would be okay, I think. Any anything more, I'd start to get a bit of uh, stage fright, a bit nervous. So I was, I was never any good at in school doing uh, things up on stage. Or like um, panto. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so one of the other um, messages we received is from Ben Morgan. Um, I'm absolutely loving the podcast. The format is excellent, and you're all hilarious. Oh, look at How that. about that? Excellent. Yeah, fair play, um, I'm getting flashbacks to the Ricky Gervais podcast. Oh, see, we've had this before. Mm. You know, there's a trend here. Um, loved the episode with Ellen. So interesting. Um, and I'm totally with you in the body form advert. What a theme song. <laughs> Just, just, a, just a mention. I didn't add that on at the end. He, he actually said that. <laughs> so, look forward to uh, future episodes. So, Thanks, yeah. Ben. So, uh, if you're trying to sort of retrospectively bump up your score from from that ad because of that mention, <laughs> it's not going to happen. And um, we left us on a big cliffhanger last week. I got a massive nine out of ten. So, Bob, have you had time to go back and review the video? I have. I've watched it a few times. Um, I've, I've turned the sound up as well just to just to get it probably spot on um and from what i can see the drumming's perfect there we are so the, the nine stays <laughs> look at that that's a tough but one i'm, I'm to no musician i'm no musician so i don't know don't judge me on you that, also but... haven't got your glasses on <laughs> but you're the consumer that cabries were targeting with that advert yeah it hit it sunk and you didn't try and cheapen it and take points away from someone else by coming up with little criticisms of that. I didn't criticize his body format for it, did I? No, <laughs> no he didn't. Just let him have his seven points. So I think that, that's, well, so far a resounding win for me in this. I think yeah. later on though, John, um, we will get a chance to score Bob because he's going to present an advert to us. Yes, yeah. I'm doing one looking later for, on. Looking yeah. forward to that one, looking forward to that. Yeah. No doubt, Reese will be food related. Everything is. No, come on. You, you you think that, but I I think he'll surprise us with this one. I I might do. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I've got high give hopes. Him, yeah. yeah, I'll give him some credit. Yeah, he, I'm sure he came <laughs> up with something really good. With the the correspondence, John, have you had anything from overseas yet, or is it all home based? So you're looking to target a wider audience. Well, eventually, you know? yes. I like this ambition worldwide. I like it, Bob. Yeah, well, over the world. We haven't had any any correspondence from. Well, I say that. Well, no, let me let me take that back. Um, we've got a follower. Where are they? 
furlough furlough group. Okay, um, hello furlough yeah. group. They're based in Miami, oh. Florida. Oh, nice. Um, and they, yeah, so they they bring in influencers, brands, and fans together. Um, so either they've seen something in this podcast and, and they think, yeah, they can they can work with us. Yeah. Um, but they have replied to a couple of our tweets. Oh, we shared something of Hal Reynolds um, around posting on social media. And if you remember in the last podcast, she talked about sketches that she does. Yes. Yeah. Um, cartoons. Yeah. That's right. Because somebody yeah. was particularly rude and she just told us how to deal with them by ignoring mm. them, um, which is nice. So we shared one of her, um, her sketches, which was great. They're on social media and, and how you feel when you post it and, and you get anxiety around how many people like it, checking in, all this kind of stuff. Um, and Furla replied just um, saying, you know, aiming for perfection will only slow you down and stop you from posting um, on social media. Um, and what I take from that, Rob, is, you know, just do it. And we've talked yeah. about this before. Just ignore the haters. But just to be clear, Furlow weren't really replying to us. They were replying to something that we retweeted from hell. So <laughs> we're basking in her yeah. glory, basically, and claiming yeah. it as our own. We're taking that Yeah, one. but, you know, the friends of the podcast, or brandettes, as we call them. The brandettes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, it's uh, interactions there. So they 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 from America, like you said, so um, that's good. But on that, on that note, I'll have a look at the... Um, the stats for our podcast, if you want to hear this, guys. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. So we've um, had nearly 250 downloads um, for our podcast so far, so we're only um, a few episodes in, really. Um, but looking at location-wise for Rob, because obviously he wants to go global. Any, any uh, before you reveal that, John, and any particular areas, uh, Bob, that you'd like to, to hit? So when you go on holiday, they'll recognise you. Hi, Bob from the podcast. Um, I've been to Florida before. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for the Fairlow Group next time I go. Next time you're um, in Florida and they're in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe sort of. Um, I don't know Mexico or South America. Oh, okay. So the big reveal then. Yeah. So um, ninety-seven percent. Are in the UK. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, you know, fair enough. This is where we're based. Yeah. Or in Wales. Um, 25% are in Blackheath in England. Oh. Um, which is a bit bit of a weird one. Um, and Do you know anyone in Blackheath? No. Thinking about it earlier, I was just wondering whether there's some sort of... Um, internet service provider that somehow is based there and people maybe somehow picks up their location instead. So maybe they haven't got location services on. You Who don't knows? know that. There might Could be they? someone there on Blackheath mm. Common listening to no. us now. And if that is you, if you are the listener, <laughs> yeah. um, drop us a line, hashtag Bob, uh, get Bob a job and yeah, yeah. identify yourself. <laughs> is, um, is Blackheath Common the same as Lanchester Common or is it totally different? Because maybe someone's out there trying to recreate my Bob versus Nature video. Well, that's what it, it is. It could be. That's someone could be could ripping be. it off. Do you think they stand in Blackheath Common listening over and over again to make sure they get it right? Could be, yeah. Just be doing 360s. So some of, the other, some of the other places then, um, we've got uh, 1% of listeners are in France. 
Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to say to them in French, Rob? Um, je m'appelle Rob. <laughs> Excellent. What about a big mercy? Mercy. Actually, yeah, that is thanks in French, isn't it? I should have, yeah, should have gone with that. What's um, breakfast in French? Um, croissant. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so then we've also got the United States one as well. There, there. Um, we've had one download in the United States. So you said you like Florida, Rob? Yeah. Bad news. It's uh, Tacoma in Washington. Good Lord. Okay. So, um, But they only did it once, so clearly once. they got the wrong yeah. podcast. Was, was that the first yeah. episode or um, the latest oh, that, one? I don't know. It doesn't give me that information. Uh, okay. They're either still uh, listening to it because, let's be honest with you, we did go on a bit <laughs> that first one. We weren't really sure what we were doing. Or perhaps they passed away. Possibly. Yeah. You know, listen to the first yeah. one. Boredom. Yeah, we sort of euthanized them. But that's something we, we can offer to the government in Switzerland. Is that, you know, <laughs> we, we want to monetize this. So there's some uh, some big news in terms of, um, okay, it's only 1% of our listeners, but, you know, three downloads. I think we may have some politicians listening. Oh. City of Westminster. Oh, that's interesting. Again, so, you know. Whichever political persuasion you are, we're you know, we're colourblind in regards to that on this podcast. Yeah, maybe not on other ones that we might be on, but <laughs> certainly here. Um, yeah, drop it, drop us MPs, drop it, drop us a, a tweet. And where can they do that, Bob? At the branded pod. Uh, what about so we've got America sewn up with one? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's just spreading like wildfire through. Well, we need the United we need Kingdom. somewhere big now, like Australia or something, don't we? Yeah, where are we doing in in the big con- continents like um, Australasia, Africa, yeah. South America? Nothing so far, John. No, not yet. Okay, that's it. So there's there's three continents. Well, no, there's two continents, um, three countries. Okay, so if we tie this back into the last episode with Hells, if you're going to go on the offensive um, on Twitter or whichever. Uh, social media platform you want to choose, Bob, how would you go about attracting, let's say, the the listeners from Africa? How are you going to encourage them to, to download and have a listen to us? Um, I'd, I'd pick an advert, um, probably for Lynx Africa. <laughs> that might be a good sell. Okay, so, so how, how are you going to tie that into us? Um... Just with the can, with the sort of the the colour scheme and the branding, and the adverts as well. Yeah, the adverts, the adverts are probably yeah, they they're probably good ones to yeah. kind of critique, I suppose. In the you know that kind of you spray and all women come around yeah. you and all this kind of nonsense. I seen one the other day, and there was a, a squirrel dancing. Well, a woman. No, a squirrel. When you said I seen one the other day. No, yeah, links advert. I'm sure it was. Oh, and there's a squirrel Unless dancing. I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I probably. If I, if I see it again, I'll make a note. Initially, say that you would be mixed up. So that's how we're going to go for our African audience is through links. Yeah. It's the same way it's we're going to target yeah. our uh, Brazilian audience. You know, uh, links Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> 
And when, when we run out of um, fragrances, because I don't think there is a, a link to New Zealand or Australia, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do there. How, how are you going to go for them? Um, I'll have to start doing tweets with um, different hashtags on there. Just I suspect, again. Bob, you, you were probably a big Neighbours Home and Away fan. Back in the day, yeah. Can you yeah. give us a, you know, encouragement to those listeners in your best Alf Roberts voice? Something like, welcome to the branded podcast, you flaming galah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not with the accent, no. Yeah, go on, you I'm can. I've got confidence accent, in you. No. Let, let John and I be the judge of that. You're never going to break into Australia otherwise. That's true. Which is, yeah. you know, um, ironic, really, considering it was pretty much made up of British criminals. <laughs> Little um, bit of politics there, boys. Yeah, lost on us now. Um, okay, Rob, so before you kind of tackle that, go on. leave you get your energy up. The 10 most admired brands in Africa. Oh. So um, I think you looked at some of these before, but let's have a look to see if you can guess. We'll go with the one, two, three. We'll do the top five, which are, which are very well-known brands. Which ones do you think are the most popular or admired? No idea. I just guess a brand, popular brand. Um, Adidas. Yeah, that's number two. Is it? Wow. Okay. Um, but if it's going to be a decent number two, you, you've got to say that a company that should have been or consigned to the dust a few episodes ago, it's got to be Nike, has got to be number one then. <laughs> number one is Nike. And then the other ones, then two of them are tech companies. And Samsung. One is, um, well, no, it's going to be Apple, surely. Yeah, Samsung is really? number three. Yeah, yeah, and Apple is num- Apple's number five. And then number four is um, a drink. Red Bull. No. Monster. No. Tea. <laughs> Monster. <laughs> uh, no. Tea. Um, Coca-Cola. Damn. Yeah. Coca-Cola. There we are. That's what I was going to go for. And then there's African brands themselves then, which... I've never heard of any of any of these, I don't think. Um, well, this is a good one you can target, Rob. Ethiopian Airlines. Try and find them on Twitter. Okay. There's a few others. So, yeah, there we are. So back to, back to <clears throat> welcoming our Australasia listeners. Give us that sound bite, Bob. Uh, Welcome to the branded podcast, you flaming galahs. Okay. See, I don't know why, but I need to write stuff down well, before I say it. It's, I don't know. It's just the way, way my mind does things. Let me have a drink first. Set myself up. You're getting nervous in front of... I am, John. yeah. You've already told us you could go out and quite happily smash it in front of a crowd of four people. Yes, exactly, no yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I'm getting nervous. But it's getting the accent right as well, isn't it? What if I what if I get it wrong and I just shut down the entire Australasian? We'll never have another crowd. listener there. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I suppose we haven't got one now, so it doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly, does we haven't lost anything, yeah. is it? Nothing Good ventured, point. nothing yes. gained, Bob. Yeah. Okay. So I'll tee you up so John can yeah. can produce this into his own perfect ad. 
So, Rob, what have you got to say to our Antripodean uh, listeners? G'day, mate. Welcome to the brand new pod. I'll start again. <laughs> no, carry on. It's good. It's good. No, it's really good. Yeah. G'day, mate. Welcome to the brand new podcast, you flaming galah. That's actually really good, Rob. Was yeah. it? Oh, I'm impressed with yeah. that. That's good. You even ad-libbed at the beginning because we never said to say good day, mate. You just felt that character would yeah. say that. I can see. Well, maybe we need to get you into voiceover work. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a different accent next week and I'll, uh, yeah, I'll get my practice in. Okay, well, John, give, give him an accent and he can go away and practice. And in our next mini pod, he can come back and do an advert for them. No probs. Um... I'm thinking German. German. Ooh, okay. Okay. Okay, you've got a week then, Bob. So, Rob, we didn't have... We didn't really go for a challenge like we've done in the last episodes when we were speaking with Hells. But what we wanted you to do was actually try and grow your Twitter following. Um during the episode, you had 46 followers, which actually yes. went up to 47 during the episode. Yes, thanks for because, the follow. Because I followed you. Yeah, thank you. And we were going to try and push that, and you were going to work on it and come back to us today to tell us how far you'd gone. Um, John, any rough estimates? He's had a week now. He's been putting content out there, I would imagine. Where do you think he's gone? Um, so... The best way to, I suppose, gain followers is by following more people and being active that way. Um, so I, I'm assuming he's been doing that every single day. So I probably put him at about sixty. Sixty. See, I, I was, I was thinking higher. Oh well, I was thinking higher, Bob, because <laughs> I, I know you're dedicated. You've taken all um, of that advice from Hell's, and you'd. We're going to go work on it. You were going to push it and push it and push yeah, it. Yeah, I, I did push it a little bit, but not every day, like John said. So, okay, so maybe I was um, a bit too soft on that. I haven't got any drums to roll, <laughs> but if you can all imagine in your head, there are drums rolling and the big reveal. So you've gone from 47 to. God. <laughs> well done, Rob. That's an improvement, though. Come on. Three in a week yeah. is, uh, yeah, is good. That's, that's, that's not bad. And did you actively follow people, did you say? Um, I think so, yeah. Um, at the moment, I'm following 310 people. I can't remember what it was last time. So these three people that have joined, they're not friends, relations, family? Um, or anyone you know? Or fake accounts that you've set up. Or bots. <laughs> I don't know. How do I check? Well, you uh, go and look on it. Well, yeah, I've, I've got a what, list of them, but it doesn't say when... When who they are and stuff. Yeah. i tell you uh, something to do, Rob, which would be interesting. Um, go on. Go onto your profile. Yeah. Um, tell the listeners, when did you join Twitter? Um, I joined in April 2013. Oh, wow. He was an early adopter. That was a long time. Yeah, I joined in 2010. So you were three years after me. Did you leave yours sit for a while or something? Um, 
No, I've been yeah. on it every single day. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it, it's like the whole Facebook thing, isn't it? It was, uh, it was set it too much when it, it first came out. So you I, wanted to quickly get in there to get Rob Pez 24 before anybody else did. That's yeah, well, no, he wanted to get Rob Pez before anyone else did, but 23 people got it before. <laughs> <we're>... yeah. <laughs> okay, so on your profile, Rob, scroll yep. up. And as you scroll down through your tweets, yeah, up the top where your name is, it says how many tweets you've sent. Yes, it does. So I've sent um, 13,100 tweets wow. since 2010, which um, is quite a lot. That's 11 years. So basically you've sent mm. about 1,190 tweets a year. Yeah. That's, that's, that's quite active. That is active, yeah. Okay, so Rob, you've been on, you, start, you joined three years after me. Um, so we give you a bit of leeway there. Reese, uh, how many do you think? I'm not even sure if it's as many as followers he's got. Uh, so we're saying Are, we, eight are years. we just talking, is it just tweets or is it tweets and replies? Whatever that figure says. Okay. I'm going to go, it's eight years. Yeah. Let's say he's put out one a month-ish. I'm going to go for about 96 tweets. What is it, Rob? There's a slight difference between your two. Um, the actual figure is 77. So in eight years, you sent 77 tweets. Yeah. So he sends 9.6 tweets a year. So it's almost one a month. Almost. No. If I, well, not really. 9.6 is not really one a month, Bob. Unless we had a 10-month year. Yeah, I'm getting confused. I think this is going to be a challenge on a challenge, I can feel. Okay. So the challenge was to increase your followers over the week, which you've done, to be yeah. fair. You've increased. Um, but I think now is your time to take it serious. You need to be more active. I need to start pushing it more. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you, you want to be... this to be your business, yeah. your yeah. profession, you've got and to go it, for it. Yeah. You can't expect, you know, hashtag get Bob a job, um, people to kind of get on board with that if, if you are not taking it seriously. No, that's true. So you need, yeah. you need to get that out there. So I, I want to see you mark the Rob. Okay. Yeah. If you can send me um, send me a clip of that um, Australian accent, and I'll forward it on to the Australian tourist board. <laughs> see, if I, see if I get lots of followers then. Yeah. 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 Because actually, a good way to gain followers is being offensive and offending people, because they'll go, what's he going to do next? And we know it's going to be was, German. So. Yeah. Was that offensive or was it? Just it's it not for us to say. Okay. Okay, so it's advert time. Um, following on from yours last week, Reese, um, the really high-scoring Cadbury's advert. Very high-scoring. So it's my turn this week, um, and I've gone along the theme of John's previously, where it's. It's one from years ago when I was a kid. So I think perhaps not food then, John. Mm. Because yours certainly wasn't edible. No. (laughs) And it's one with a a catchy song. Mm -hmm. Should I say song or theme tune? Yeah. Um, Yeah, and obviously it's food related, so yeah. Let me down there, Bob. You let me down there. 
Come on, man. Let's watch it. Let's see what it is. Oh, so we found a new voice for the song. Trio. That's cool. Trio. Oh, crazy. I'd like a trio. Would you like one? Hey, don't mind if I do. Not one, not two, but three. Ding, ding, yeah. A chocolate biscuit and a toffee taste. So quiet. Let's do the pack shot. Oh, who's eating the pack shot? Me. No three things are quite as good together as a trio. So there you go. Now that brings back some memories. It does. Blimey. It? So, for, and again, from memory, I think it was the cartoon girl. Yeah. And she screams trio at the end, doesn't she? Yes. Like, trio was always a... I always preferred a trio to a club, I'll be honest with you. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can still buy them, can you? Um... Yeah, you can. I think they were they were discontinued um, back in the early two thousands, I think. Um, but then they did a a whole sort of uh, Facebook thing where they were trying to get it back, um, and it's yeah, you can you can get them on sale now. And it was like, if I remember rightly, bright red packaging. Yeah, with like the, obviously the trio written across the. As you say, it was three in not individual; they were connected, but you'd three separate bits of the bar. Um, mm-hmm. With that, yeah, that lovely caramel. Ooh. Yeah, I think originally it was, I, I did some research earlier today, and it was originally made by Jacobs. Yeah, okay, yeah. Did the cream crackers, um, but now it's McFitties. Oh. I wonder if that was a merger, though. I wonder if that's how Absolutely. that came about. Yeah. Um, because you can still get Jacobs cream crackers, I believe. Yeah, you can. Perhaps made by McFitties, though. But the um, the label's still the same, so it's still that um, gold covering with the um, the red label and the white white writing. So it does still stand out. But it was um, it was a great advert because I think there was there was three or four, I think. So there was one from like remember there was one original one, um, and then I think the girl was in a sound box, um, and then the two musicians were in probably in the North Pole or the South Pole, trying to get away from her. Blimey, you've got, some, you've got a good memory of this, Bob. When it comes to food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anything food-based, you know I me. Mean? Oh, yeah, I need to do some proper research and go down memory lane. There's something really nice about that old packaging as well. And, and this is where I think KitKat have done themselves a disservice because one of the great things I used to do as a kid, and I don't know if you used to do this, was when you... It was in the silver wrapper, but then there was obviously the red Kit Kat paper around it. You'd peel off yeah. the paper, and you could rub the silver paper so the logo came through. So you could through. see the logo, yes. And then almost take it that. off, and it, it was almost like, a, you know, when they used to do grave rubbings. You'd take <laughs> it off, and you'd have the perfect imprint of your, yeah. your Kit Kat bar. Yeah, and you'd do, do the mine. same with a trio and the same with a club. But since they've changed the packaging, I'm not sure what, mm. what the club is packaged in now. You're not able. It's taken that simple pleasure away from children. Of brass rubber. Yeah. <laughs> it's um yeah, it's an excellent choice to be fair. Um the I think the theme here, the consistency really with all the choices we've made is the catchy tunes. Um all yeah. the, the, yeah. the the kind of good songs and stuff that attach the adverts. And I think that's obviously key when it comes to any advert that you've got that music behind it. Um, and obviously for us on a podcast, it's really important. Um, otherwise you'd be very boring. Um, <laughs> but the, the packaging that you just talked about, Reese, it's funny because in the episode last week with 
with Hal Reynolds. Um, obviously, your choice was Tenex. Yeah. Um, for branded or branded. Um, wrong decision, it, by the way. If you haven't listened, but it was the wrong decision. <laughs> but I've let um, I've let that go. It's fine. But it it feels quite similar. The packaging, the kind of old school, and um, and I quite like that. Um, the advert itself. So the the slogan is "No three things are quite as good as good together as trio." Um, so as as you mentioned about the girl at the end, she sings that last piece um, and badly. Um, and then they whip her away, but she's in that soundproof box um, throughout the advert. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, oh, you know, the the other two are great without her, um, which is quite a funny concept. Um, I would imagine this maybe didn't cost that much to make compared to the last week's choice of the uh, the gorilla and the the Phil Collins song. But then there's animation involved. Um, somebody on the YouTube um, video. Has commented the animation reminds them of Henry's cat. Oh That's yes, right, yes, Henry's cat and yeah. Rhubarb and Custard was the other one, which was that similar yeah. sort of animation style. But I guess that's kind of what we were watching at that time, cartoon wise. So it would have seemed very modern. You look at it now, it looks very old. But at that time when that was out, that would have been what we were used to seeing. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely. And when what year was it? Um, I think it was 86, I think it was, or 88. Just trying to find okay. it on the, um, yeah. the address. Because it also reminds me of Raggy Dolls. I, I, Raggy didn't, Dolls? I didn't, didn't watch oh. ITV as a child. I only watched BBC, um, John. Raggy yeah, Dolls was sure. good. Yeah, that's that what another good theme about. song. What's it called, like, Rob Singer? Is that the one the where they're on the boat? No, that's Rosie and that's, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Which were also kind similar of like concept, concept, though, surely, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a it was a cartoon very cartoon. similar to this theme. Yeah. Uh similar to this advert. Yeah, and if we take this back to our very, very first episode, I'm guessing you were watching this when you were watching whatever Charlie the dog going into chocolate factories. (laughs) Again, ITV, it was dumbing down, you know. That's why I I had my, you know, my news round, my Blue Peter, my Jossie's Giants. I was a BBC child. Jossie's Giants (laughs) programme. Yeah, but it's all, you know, it's all memorable stuff, isn't it? And adverts were key to that. And I, I remember growing up that I don't think it was me so much, but maybe cousins of mine as they as I would get older and they were younger. And some of them just used to love watching adverts. They weren't bothered about the, the, the kids' programmes who were on. It was the adverts that they were more, like, glued to watching. And that probably just is a sentiment to, like, how good these adverts are made and how catchy they were and, and addictive and, um, you know, very clever, some of them. Yeah, and it's, it's also that... With an advert, you don't have to sustain, sustain someone's sort of attention. Um, so as, as a viewer, if something's not appealing to you, it quickly changes, you know. So as a child, mm. it's a very it's very fast-paced then, isn't it? It's not sitting through a half-hour programme. It's, it's a two-minute video mm. or an advert, on to the next one, on to the next one. I, I kind of remember doing that as a kid, you, especially yeah. Saturday morning TV, which was just generally 
I don't think they do it anymore, but it was generally toy adverts. Yeah. Yeah, it was all sort Targeted. of um, aimed towards kids, wasn't it? Yeah. Especially during yeah. the cartoons. There was um, an advert, it was a Christmas advert, um, not last year, before I think it was. It might have been Smith's Toys. And I'm wondering if either Smiths or Argos, I'm wondering if they give a nod to the advert that you chose last week, Reese, with the gorilla playing. But I think it was a teddy bear playing on some drums. Oh, okay. Was he playing out of um, out of tune? Was he not in, in the scene? <laughs> yeah. He, he was out of sync. Timing as well. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and the song was by Colin Phils. Oh, well, it was obviously <laughs> a direct rip-off then. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but um yeah i think i'm wondering whether that was a bit of a nod to that advert um i'll try and take that out and see if i can find it i'm sure there was some 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 toy playing an advert uh, playing the drums on advert yeah which kind of then just it sort of re-cements that um obviously we haven't scored yours at the moment bob but it re-cements that certainly between you and i john that mine was the greater choice because um you know, if they've copied it and it's, you know, 15 years later, it's still being copied, you know, um, what is it um, they say about um, <clears throat> being the sincerest form of flattery? Is it? Um, oh, when you copy somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, something like that. Oh, what's the, what's I the can't term? remember what the phrase is. <laughs> um, um, mo- not mockery. Uh, <laughs> Imita- is imitation, I was going to say that. Imitation the right is the... Oh, so, yeah. so, someone Google, Google it, it for someone. goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what I'm saying is that no one's done that with your your, your body form advert, whereas clearly my laugh and a house production, imitation. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Or it would have sounded better if I'd got it right first off. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. not to take away from the point that I produced a better advert than you did, John, and we've still yet to score Bob. Yeah. So, what's your um, what's your thoughts on this advert, Dennis? Oh, Rob. First of all, is there any connections? Didn't you mention you got a bit of a story? Um, it's it's not a personal story. No, it was just I've, I noticed when I was um, doing some research on the advert this morning. Um, if you listen very closely to the end of the adverts, you'll notice a familiar voice at the end. So I don't know if you want to play a, a little clip now, John. So quiet. Let's do the pack shot. Oh, who's eating the pack shot? Me! No three things are quite as good together as a trio. Oh, I Can do tell me who that is? Hang on, I do play that. I play that again. No three things are quite as good together as a trio. Oh, I know that voice. This is going to bug Reese now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And even though I've got headphones on, when you were playing that, John, I kept leaning into the microphone as if I'd hear it better. <laughs> um, oh, I don't. I don't know. I, I do know the voice, but I can't think who it is, Bob. I'll give you a clue and say Radio One DJ. Oh, it's it's um, Chris Miles. No, no, no. It's um, <laughs> oh god, what's his name? No. He was on Radio One for years and years and years. Oh, I can't. Scott Mills. No, no. <laughs> Good lord. Um, he only died two years ago. Liverpool fan. 
and I can't, I've got him in my, oh, I don't know if I've got Alzheimer's. <clears throat> it was... Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Come he on. Presented, he presented Late Night, and yes. he was on for years and years and years. He was a massive Liverpool fan. His favourite song was Teenage Kicks. And I cannot, I keep thinking of a whispering Bob Harris, but I know it's not bloody him. Um, It's, what's his first name, Bob? John. John Peel. Yes. I cannot believe I did not, couldn't get that. (laughs) God, he cheapened himself, didn't he? Yeah. With the most at the ends, yeah. All about the money in the 80s. (laughs) You knew everything about him, then, Lisa, apart from his name. Apart from his name, yeah. I'd have been all right at the funeral because I wouldn't have had to name him. I would just pointed to the coffin and said he, <laughs> he loved Liverpool. He was great. Uh, teenage <laughs> kicks. He loved that. <laughs> and then it would have been afterwards. They'd say, uh, "What do you think of John?" I'd begin. Who's John? Johnny? Who? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with that knowledge, what are we thinking of the scores? Well, I I think the only way this can work practically is if John and I both score independently and then we'll just average the score. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. Do you agree? Yep. Excellent. Um, well, if you want to give your thoughts first, John. Um, so I, I like the catchy tune. Um, I think there's been better catchy tunes when it comes to chocolate bars and and food uh, over the years. So it's not up there with the, the ultimate um, adverts, but it is a catchy tune. The cartoon is quite good, I think, for around that time um, to target the the audience, the children, I suppose. Um, I don't really like the concept around the two singers being better than the three together and stuff. I didn't, it was okay, nothing special. Um Having John Peel at the end, I thought that's probably quite a good touch in terms of having that famous person, although I didn't know You who don't is. know who he is. <laughs> I know who he is. Um, but around that time, I suppose having somebody famous on an advert like that, a bit like the Phil Collins thing last week, then that's quite probably useful to have because um, he would have been obviously quite famous then as well. Um, so, yeah, my um, shall I give my score? Yeah. Yes. I, I'd probably go for about a seven. Okay. It's a good. solid seven. Good score. Um, so, for me, and this was with both of your ads, when I heard them, it reminded me of them. Um, it's nostalgic, isn't it? Yeah. It's nostalgic. I couldn't quite picture either the video in either of yours in, in a similar way. I got an idea, and I remember the concept, but I can't remember it. It, and it's it's not one that I remember as a child going, oh wow, that that's incredible, that's something different. As I say, so from the nostalgia point of view, absolutely, it's rung a few bells. I think with what I was trying to do with mine was it it was a moment that one, it was a fantastic advert, and two, it was something that actually made people talk because it was very different. So I suspect you could probably go back to eighties TV and find quite a lot of generic similar style adverts maybe not as well done um but i think you'd, you'd probably find that it would blend in if you were watching 80s tv it's not something that would stand out necessarily but as as you said nostalgia yeah absolutely as soon as i heard that it's like oh god yes a trio i love the trio um so i think yeah similar to john i think actually i would probably give it give it a seven as well 
Okay. You happy with that boat? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I was expecting probably a seven or an eight. Um. Same as your breakfast. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you said, though, I keep forgetting how young John is. So it's things like this is just wasted <laughs> on him, isn't it? No, I remember this but, advert, but it, I I also put like we said, I think this similar advert. So like um, club, for example, if you like a lot of chocolate only biscuit, join a club. It reminds me of them type adverts. Yeah. So I think there's quite a few of them out there. Um, so to pick an advert that stands out, you know, to be fair, Reese really done a good job with that. Uh, it was something very different. It was memorable. Um, but I think somebody will find the perfect ten advert at some point. One day, yeah, yeah, I think so. Maybe in the next round. Yeah, so we'll we'll keep these scores and we can keep topping them up. So all's not lost so far, even though I seem to have a very unassailable lead. Uh, well, way you, out. You won the first points. round, yeah. So yeah, I think so. For, so I think it's back to you, John, next week. Yeah. Um. I think I think we're hugely disadvantaged here, though, John. In that, if one if you wanted to, Rob could completely scupper this game by scoring <laughs> us low every week. I, I think he's a man of integrity, so he won't do that. Um, but we'll keep a running total, so at the end we can work out whose ad choices were the most interesting. Next week's guest, boys. We've got um, Hugh David from Bright Collie, um, a design brand agency. So it should be quite interesting. Um, obviously, it, it'll be focused more around rebrands um, and how they, they speak to companies and, and help them move away from maybe their old branding into something a bit different and new. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so he works for... Bright Collie. Yeah, he owns the company. Oh, he owns... Oh, oh, wow, okay. Oh, okay, so we're going to get someone who's, who's actually makes the, the big decisions. Yeah, yeah, so... Should be uh, a lot to take from that. Superb. Well, hopefully, this might be the one, and uh, Bob, where he will be impressed by your your knowledge, your dedication, and you could come away. Yeah. yeah could come away as a new employee of Bright Collie. Fingers crossed. You could be photocopying for them or something. <laughs> or just making tea. No, we've established before that you don't make, <laughs> you make a dreadful <laughs> cup of tea. Yeah, that's one skill that we, we wouldn't so I keep sort getting of told. Yeah. yeah, it is awful. Hence why you didn't even have it with your breakfast. Uh, <laughs> you last week, you had coffee with your breakfast at lunchtime. Or with toast. With taste. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, boys. Well, um, that's the first round of uh, the ads. Um, look forward to seeing what um, what ones we come up with next. Yeah, well, you, um, you'll be yeah. in the driving seat for that one. So we're looking forward to see what shameful story you come up with this time. <laughs> of what you were singing at the roller disco when you were 14. <laughs> I'll wait for Rob to tell us the theme and then I'll find my ad. <laughs> Superb. Well, boys, Thanks, boys, thank you very much. And we'll catch up soon and we'll see you when we're speaking to, to Hugh. Great. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, guys. Lads. If you want to get in touch or slide into our D- DMs, what does that mean? Follow us on Twitter at The Branded Pod.
Um, Rob, hashtag get Bob a job. <laughs>